0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank. The bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio.
1: And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting as usual from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that's not going to embarrass you on Monday morning, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. If you've been following the financial news this year, uh, you know, some pretty big banks have gone under and that's because they didn't have the strong balance sheet that Renaissance bank has. Uh, moreover Renaissance handles their clients with a personal touch. And if you want to try that out, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And guess what? A live person answers the phone. Um, Try that at your local mega bank. Um, Hey, that's my own personal experience too. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And speaking of Renaissance Bank, I want to welcome Antonio Henson. Antonio is with Renaissance Bank. Antonio, welcome back.
2: Thank you, John. Thank you for having me here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for uh, uh, what you do. And speaking of that, let's tell everybody what it is that you do for Renaissance. And I'll let you introduce that.
2: Uh, Yes, at Renaissance Bank, I am the Community Lending and Relationship Director. And what that means is I do lending in the low-moderate income community. We provide lending opportunities in four particular areas. Revitalization and stabilization of neighborhoods, community service, economic development, and affordable housing. And also part of that, I do outreach and work with small business owners to help them um, with their lending opportunities and their um, banking needs.
1: Well, there's a lot to that. And we may have to have you back to talk about that, actually, because I don't think you and I have had we, you've been on this show a few times now. Yes, I have, and I don't think we've talked about that. So we may have to do that one of these days. Okay. But you're also the the um, uh, I guess the showmaster, as it will <laughs> of, of of the Renaissance Roots program, a quarterback, whatever your title is for Renaissance Roots. But you you run that program and and um, assemble a great team of a. a, a collection of business owners every year talk about the Renaissance roots program what that's all about uh,
2: absolutely John um, thanks for that question Renaissance roots uh, what we do there with our capacity building workshop program um, we bring in small business owners in the area this is the third year we're doing here doing it in the North Georgia Atlanta market it started in Birmingham some time ago about six seven years ago. And uh, when I came on board Renaissance Bank, I saw what they were doing. I said, it'd be great for us to do it in this market here. Mm -hmm. So what we essentially do is bring 10 to 12 small business owners, and we put them through a series of workshops over a five-week period. Um, Because of COVID, we started out doing virtual, Mm -hmm. and we kind of like that model. Mm -hmm. And when COVID ended, we do the graduation in person now. So we're going to follow the same format. And what we talk about, we bring in industry experts and we have bank experts as, as well that come in and touch the topics. And, and we have a Q&A and we work with the small business owners to cover certain topics. And one of them is being um, business organization and planning. It's mm-hmm. one topic we cover the first week. The second week, we'll talk about branding and marketing. The third week, we we'll, we we'll talk about accounting, tax principles. And things like that. And finally, the fourth week we will cover funding options. How do you get money? What do you need to do mm. um, to to access funding? And it's not always just a bank, you know. This right, we bring in someone from a CDFI. Uh, we talk about factoring and other options until you're ready to your bank. Your business is ready to be a customer with the bank. So we help you, the small business owner, along the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, getting bank ready is a, is an important topic. And Absolutely, that's, that's part of what what you cover, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, let's talk about these businesses
2: and how they're selected. Oh, that's a great question. Um, we we have an application process. Mm-hmm. Um, the The word has gotten out. This is our third year. Last year we had over eighty submissions. Wow! And we had to narrow it down to to 10 Mm -hmm. because we had so many we added two more so out of the 80 we selected 12 Mm -hmm. and it's a series of questions um nothing hard to answer just talk about your business and answer some essay questions and we have a rubric that we work with um our team we take a look at it and see if this business is something that can benefit from the program Mm -hmm. and that's essentially how we select the um cohorts in the program
1: and this is not something that um every bank does, let's just put it like that, right? I mean, this is a this is a rather unique program, particularly the way you do it because you're not really asking um necessarily for a business to become a Renaissance customer. you're just trying to educate if they naturally become a Renaissance customer, you're happy, of course, but that's not the the initial goal here
2: no it's it's a service we we provide um through Renaissance roots and hopefully they will become customers. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we do have an incentive. Once you complete the program, we provide a, a grant. Um last year we provided a $2500 grant and a uh, Renaissance banking account. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you like the services that we provide, you keep the money in the bank and you become a customer of the bank. If not, the money is there for you to use for whatever you need to use it for. Mm.
1: Yeah. That's uh that's fantastic. So, We've got a couple of business owners that went through that program last year, but let, let's just talk about the trajectory of it. This is your third year; you're about to start your third year. You're looking for applicants right now, I take it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and we'll get into where, mm-hmm. uh, where where folks can connect and and apply if they're interested. Um, but are you, what, what's the what are the general parameters? that a business has to meet? I mean, they have to be located in the Metro Atlanta area or do you talk about some of those parameters.
2: Uh, yes. Um, they have to be located in our footprint. Yeah. Um, we are situated in nine counties here in the Metro Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. I can't run them all at the top of my head, but um, <laughs> we, we we do have um, a footprint that covers nine counties in the Metro Atlanta area. That's plenty. So yeah, yeah we, we can get a lot of, Business owners sure from that d- demographic got it
1: got it um so let's let's turn to a couple of these uh terrific business owners that went through last year's program and first we'll turn to Donna wise Donna is the owner of inexpress Roswell Donna welcome
0: thanks for having me yeah absolutely
1: absolutely great to have you here um let's give everyone an introduction to inexpress. Roswell, how are you serving folks out there?
0: Sure. Inexpress express is a full-service shipping concierge. It's a franchise that I bought about five years ago, and it's unique in that we provide complementary education uh, and consultation to business owners who want to learn all the ins and outs of, of import-export business, international shipping, as well as domestic small parcel shipping and freight. Mm. And in addition to the... Uh, high levels of customer support. We also offer access to discounts that they cannot get anywhere else because in the shipping business, discounts are typically based on volume, the amount Mm -hmm. of shipments you do on a daily or weekly basis, Uh, whereas N-Express has negotiated national and global carrier contracts, and we have been given permission as an authorized reseller to extend those discounts to our small business customers who don't have the volume. Right. In exchange for us taking on customer support and billing and all of those uh, uh, headaches for the larger carrier businesses that they would prefer not to. Yeah,
1: do. sure. So you must work with a lot of e commerce businesses.
0: I do have a lot of e commerce businesses mm-hmm. as, as well as wholesalers, um, retailers, distributors, even some inventors. Oh, really? Envision. Interesting. They're having prototypes made in China and yeah. you know, just getting started. Right. We love working with people that are that are new mm-hmm. to the business.
1: Yeah. Um, so y- y- you really help a business owner in terms of education around shipping. I mean, the inventor, the e-commerce entrepreneur, they don't come into that business thinking shipping first. They're thinking about their product, which is what they're supposed to be thinking about. But I can imagine there's a big need for education when it comes to talking with these clients that you have.
0: There is. And unfortunately, there was a little bit of a gap um, because there are brokers, freight forwarders, third-party logistics companies out there. You can always go directly to a carrier yourself if Mm -hmm. you want. But um, for the most part, they're typically set up to work with the larger businesses that have been doing it for a while mm-hmm. and, you know, don't get me wrong, a lot of them are great, mm-hmm. but some of them are not as patient with um, the upfront uh, introduction kind of the shipping 101 ah. uh, or 102 or 103 even uh-huh. because it can get uh, complicated yeah. and there are lots and lots of moving pieces to it, especially if, when you decide to go international.
1: Yeah. This is not an uncommon thing, right? I mean, for, for, uh, much, you're, you're, you're really helping make a big complicated business full of big international players. You're bringing that down to a ground level for business owners. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's terrific work. So talk about, um, a success story or two, Uh, uh, maybe a, a client that you work with that helps illustrate the great work you you do. You don't have to mention names, of course, but um somebody that you've really helped that uh, has given you great feedback on that help.
0: Okay. Well, there is a um, young female business owner who was working full-time at Target mm-hmm. and noticed that there were um not a lot of products with black images on them on the shelves. Mm-hmm. And she went to her bosses. She was in the buying department and asked if she could um, do an experiment. And they gave her permission. And long story short, she designed some products and started importing them as prototypes from China. And uh, they took off. Mm. And she ended up leaving Target and started her own business. And last year she was named... One of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential Businesses. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, shes I think she's only 30 years old now. And I'm proud to say we've been shipping with her since almost the beginning.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's terrific. How do you find biz- business owners like that? Or how do they find you? Um, because they're not, again, they're thinking product, which is what they're supposed to be doing. And they uh, how, how do they find you?
0: We do a lot of cold calling, but now that I've been in it for a while, I get a lot of referrals. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of word of mouth. I do a little bit of social media, um, email marketing, Sure, but for the most part, um, it's satisfied customers and even their, their suppliers and their customers who learn about what we're doing and, and ask if they can work with us.
1: What's the biggest issue that business owners need to think about when it comes to shipping and successfully handling that part of their business? I mean, we've had a lot of issues around shipping, right? And in the uh, and and you look pretty calm for, <laughs> for for having dealt with some of these issues through the pandemic. Uh, we we just barely averted a UPS strike, right? That that would have dramatically impacted shipping. What are some of those big issues that business owners need to think about?
0: Well, they still have to vote on the strike. So we're not out of the woods yet. Ah, well,
1: okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: But, um, I would say for, from a small business perspective, it's taking the time to think strategically about Mm -hmm. it, because Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, it is often an afterthought Mm -hmm. or it's underestimated. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of business owners tend to go to the first answer that they find mm. and don't really necessarily take the time to shop around. And shopping around is key because there are lots of levels of pricing and different types of services that are provided, different options, even. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one example is that for international shipping, some people assume that, well, if I want to save money, I got to do it by boat and not by air. Mm. It's going to take forever, but that's okay because I want to save as much money as possible. Whereas there are some quick, very quick air options that are often as cheap, if not cheaper than shipping something by boat. Oh, really? So Mm. you just have to kind of know the questions to ask and the places to look.
1: Yeah. And then getting uh, some help and that that's again, where you come in getting some help on that, what that time savings means for your business, and and you may sp- pay a smaller small premium based on what you're expecting, but that premium may be worth it if it gets more product out the door faster, right? True. Yeah, yeah. So, what uh, talk about what the future for you looks like? You've been in business now. You said five years. Yes. How what was what's the future look like next year, or two, three for you?
0: My goal is to double my revenue year over year and hire more people, bring more people into the industry. Um, It's been a pretty white male dominated industry for a while. And Mm -hmm. I'd love to teach other people about all the fun you can have and (laughs) money to be made in this business.
1: That's wonderful. Um, So you were in the Renaissance roots program last year, right? Last fall. Um, Talk about why you applied for the program, got into it. Um what what you, you at that point you were in business for four years. So what did you learn there that you didn't already know?
0: Well, those were a lot of questions, so I'll take <laughs> okay. one at a time. Okay. I learned about it through the cop chamber. I had knew nothing about the program and very little about Renaissance Bank. Mm-hmm. And it was attractive, I'll be honest, because of the financial incentive that mm-hmm. came with the with the learning, which yep. helped uh, get over a little hump there yep. post-COVID. Um, but you're right. I find that a lot of these programs are really focused on brand new business owners. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't sure even if I would be accepted since I did have some business experience. Mm-hmm. But so I was grateful that they did accept me into the program. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And what I loved most about the program is that they broke out all of the real critical aspects of running a business and spent a week focused on them. Mm. Um, So for me personally, I loved the the financial accounting and tax week of the business because that's not the one of my strengths. So it was great to be able to speak with. Experts in the industry and have one-on-one time to to answer questions, get questions answered, and also learn about other sources of funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was important to know because I started my business with a small business loan.
1: Okay,
0: and uh, was it was great to learn about other types of funding that that may be available as I continue to grow.
1: Yeah, y- you know, you are a great um, example for other business owners because a lot of business owners. They stay with what's comfortable, right? So if if marketing is their thing or uh, uh, product development is their thing, that's kind of what they stay in. And you said you leaned into what you were uncomfortable with, which is where a lot of business owners are uncomfortable, right? Talking about accounting and tax and all those issues.
0: Well, if you're going to run a business, you have to look at the numbers. It's all about it's <laughs> all true. about growing the numbers.
1: Yeah, that's uh, so true. Um, so, what, uh, what 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 advice would you give to uh, applicants that are coming into the program this year and beyond?
0: If if they're lucky enough to be chosen, absolutely clear your calendar and pay full attention and take lots of notes mm-hmm. and, and plan to really get to know the folks that will be introduced to you on a one on a personal basis, because they really do care. I think um, the folks who are running this program have chosen the experts that they bring in specifically because they're passionate about helping small business owners. Mm-hmm. And so that is invaluable to have people that you can stay in touch with even after the program is over.
1: That's terrific. Not a wise with Express Roswell, Donna, this has been great. I'm going to come back to you later. We'll get your contact information for those that want to know more about you and your services, okay? Um, let's turn, though, to Amber Wolfolk. Amber is – I love her shirt. We get results. That That's a conversation starter right there. We were talking about it before we came on the air. But let's talk about what you get results in, Amber.
3: So, um, first, I want to say that being chosen – one out of 80. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So that is huge. And it makes me feel really special as a business owner to have an organization invest in us. Mm-hmm. Um, Solve Tutoring is an organization that provides tutoring, test prep, and academic coaching, as well as executive functioning services for students. But our main client is student athletes. Mm. And we help student athletes get just as many goals or results off the field or court as they do in the class, like in the classroom. And so it was really important for us to start showing up for student athletes that were, um, cause you're not really considered high level until you're in, you're playing at school and you're playing outside of school. And so if you're running six to seven days a week, when are you studying? When are you putting time in, in for studies and, and um, having time to make notes and review notes and right. be prepared for the day? Most of our student athletes, they're they're at the school at 6 AM and they're at they're at school after school, mm-hmm. starting again and not getting home until after, you know, seven, eight o'clock. And they're, you know, so we help students get results through being consistent and and giving them a space to show up to focus on their academics and then holding them accountable for the things that they need to get done off the field or the court.
1: Yeah. We were talking before we came on the air about the executive management skills that you teach. And that's where that comes in, right? I mean, where you're, you're, I presume you're helping your students with things like just time management, right? How to study efficiently. Um, These are skills that are skills that really truly do last a lifetime.
3: Yes, they do. And so there are 12 executive functions and I'll just share a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the biggest ones that I think helps students be successful is just how they process information and um, being self, self self-moderating and then advocating for oneself in the classroom or even at home around things that they need to get done to prioritize their day. Because a lot of our students are told when to wake up, when to go to bed, when to go to class, when to be at practice. Mm -hmm. But how do we allow our students to have intrinsic motivation and do things outside of being told what to do? And how do they manage their time? How do they stay organized? How do we, if everything's important, how do I manage it? Mm. Um, That's a couple of things that we do. And then being in control of your emotions. Um, You may be tired. You may be frustrated that you lost the game. You can't carry that with you. And so teaching students how to, how to manage their emotions, their stress, um, when we don't do that, that's when you see students acting out, disrupting classes, and it impacts not only them, but everyone around them. Mm-hmm. It impacts their grades. It impacts their opportunities. Um, and we do a lot of coaching around PI, which is performance, image, and exposure. And so if athletes are performing, we got the performance piece. We got, the, we got that under control, the coaches over that, but their image, how they're seeing, what they wear, how they talk, how they carry themselves, it leads to exposure opportunities. And so, um, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. what
1: we do. Yeah. Well, and, and it's not just athletes, though, that have a, have a packed schedule. I mean, there are a lot of students walking around with, with very um, uh, amazingly uh, difficult schedules. And there's been a rising conversation around mental health for high school students and all the things that they have to deal with. Talk about that and how your work helps that particular aspect of their lives.
3: So being a safe space for students to be able to say, I'm not okay Mm -hmm. and not be seen as weak Mm -hmm. or in the classroom. Sometimes they shrink because they're afraid to ask questions or to be ridiculed Um, Many of our students struggle with um, confidence Mm. and it comes from anxiety or depression that has not been identified because we are in such a society is so go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Um, Our students are absorbing everything that comes across the Internet, everything on television, everything in our music and in a space where where schools can maybe not touch all of those issues whether it's their financial status or a, maybe a racial issue, mm-hmm. we're a ba- we're able to be a space where students can let their hair down and say, Hey, I'm frustrated about this. Mm. Get it out. Let's talk about it. We may do a writing prompt, mm-hmm. right? We may just say, okay, well let's, let's role play. And that's a part of executive functioning as well. Um, allowing students to say that if I get this type of support, I can go back and be a better student. And sometimes there's just not a space for that to happen.
1: Yeah. Is that the biggest challenge you're seeing right now with students?
3: No, the biggest thing that I'm seeing with students is they have issues with reading comprehension and writing skills. Mm. I think that the tablets and the technology and all the AI that's out there is making it where students are, they lack um, creativity or they may not have been given a, a, um, Vocabulary list since third or fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, many of my middle school and high schoolers have not seen anything and they don't use books. And so I used to learn new words by having access to encyclopedias, dictionaries. You know, we had the library, the Dewey Decimal System. We would go and you found new words because you were using books. Mm-hmm. Well, if I get a tablet and it's just a Google Doc that I need to review, how am I learning anything new? How am I exploring? You know, I'm, I'm pretty much just checking the box. I'm doing what you told me to do. And we want a future of students that are not just doers. I want thinkers. I want global learners, right? Like we have to have that. Mm -hmm. And I think that students that, and and we don't just work with student athletes. Yeah. Okay. We work with all students, Mm -hmm. but specifically try to be a safe space where we, we actually open our doors seven days a week. We're, we're, we do study hall on Sundays. Oh, really? Yes, from 1 to 5. We mm. make sure that we're open. And Sundays are usually at no additional cost. Mm-hmm. If a student works with us two to four days a week or they're working on three to five, you know, we may work, help them with two to three subjects. If they need additional help, they can come in on Sunday between 1 and 5 p.m. and get help. Our tutors are sitting there to help with um, assignments, papers, projects, or just any any challenges that they may be having.
1: Let's talk about how you deliver your services because you're referencing a physical place, right? So um, are your services 100% in person? Do you do online uh, Zoom kind of work? Talk about that.
3: So we actually, um, during the pandemic, um, I reached out to a, a really good friend of mine at Zoom and we were able to gain access to the Services that they were providing for schools and Mm -hmm. teachers, and so we had Zoom at no cost for two years. Wow! And we were able to service over 700 students. We did. We delivered over 5,000 volunteer hours of tutoring that um, parents couldn't afford it during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so we began doing virtual. We originally started only as a brick and mortar, and we started in Roswell Mm -hmm. at Roswell Office Suites. Okay. We outgrew that space within 60 days. And so we moved over and got our own suite. It was a um it used to be like an insurance office and it had like a quad of offices. Mm-hmm. And so I turned them in learning spaces and um made a hub for my office. So that's considered like our corporate location. And then we had um another location down in South Metro which recently unfortunately it has had to close mm-hmm. because of just post-pandemic like everything going up around us. Yeah. We had to think strategically. And so What we did is we used some of the funding. We actually had a fire and had to come out of our space during the Renaissance. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so.
1: You had some adversity there.
3: Very much so. Mm. And then we had a, we had a series of issues that just hit us during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. One of our major supporters and funders passed away, Demarius Thomas, Mm. very good friend of mine. We, Mm. we we did some um, really heavy lifting work with student athletes and Mm -hmm. families in the community. Yeah. And um, when he passed away, that happened, and then uh, then we had the fire, and so being able to have the funding that came from the Renaissance Root Program helped us get back into our location mm. and get back to helping students. Now, wow. um, that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so we have a location in Roswell um, near Holcomb Bridge and uh, Alfred Highway.
1: Okay. Okay. And what talk about? You, you brought up the Renaissance roots program. Talk about what um, you obviously got some moral support during that time. Um, You went through a pretty rough time, but talk about what, what other uh, things that you pulled away from that program that have helped you in your business.
3: So I will say that I learned something from every week, but I wasn't as, and I hope this is not taken the wrong way. I got more from being in community with business leaders and knowing that a bank cared that what we had going on was, you know, it was important to them to feed into black businesses mm-hmm. and small businesses. Mm-hmm. I got more from being in community with the business owners. I got more inspiration from being in the room and having a seat at the table than I did the trainings. And I will say that that was really important for me to be in a small cohort like that because usually when it's offered like that, it's virtual, it's hundreds of people on a call when it's offered for free. Right. There's no finance, there's no incentive and you're just trying to get as much information as you can. It's like drinking from the water hose Mm. um, or fire hose. But I got inspired and re-energized by the people in the room. Yeah. That was what gave me. It was priceless.
1: Well, we'll we'll let... Antonio will talk about this later but it sounds like that's the way the program is really set up because the limitation on 12 really enables you to have this this dialogue with each other because it's important to learn from each other and and how each of you as business owners apply this knowledge right yes yeah
3: and 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 i will say that From my students to everything that we know right now, the difference between being successful is not the knowledge, it's the execution piece. It's the strategy. We teach strategy. We teach people how to take what you already know, right? They say that the biggest business is weight loss, right? There are like 60 million (laughs) overweight people. Everybody knows you need to eat right, walk, and change your lifestyle, right? Uh But we won't do it. So we come alongside and help students. Like, you know that you need to study and take notes to do well on tests. So why won't you do it? It's the execution and a strategy piece. And we help students become strategic thinkers and being in the room with business owners that are strategically constantly pivoting. We didn't know what was happening during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We, I felt like the Tasmanian devil literally during the pandemic, just turn, turn, pivot, 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 pivot. Mm-hmm. And coming out of it, we still, it's so many unknowns right now. Um, I, I don't know. Can I reapply for the program? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 well
1: we've got the guy in charge right here you <laughs> well well it, it, um i can see and i uh, Don, I want to bring you in on this talk about just the value of being having those business owners like amber and others that you could talk to even though you don't have this the same business you you've you've got a lot of similar experiences right
0: Yes. And as a business owner, especially one like mine, where you work virtually and I'm not in an office, I work from home and I don't have a huge staff, um, it gets lonely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel like you're the only one who is struggling and nobody understands what you're going through. So it was amazing to be able to hear the other business owners going through similar situations, even though they were in different industries and had different skill sets. But to know that you're not alone yeah. as a young, you know, a younger business that is looking for strategic ways to grow and learn from each other. It, yeah. it was, there were a lot more benefits to the program than, than what is promoted.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's compelling. So Amber, let's, let's, um, let's tie a bow a little bit on solve tutoring. Cause you You came in here with a t shirt that says, We get results, which I love that bravado. Uh, But it's obviously true, given the way you've grown your business. Maybe you give a success story. Uh, You don't, obviously, we're not going to mention names, but you know, a, a, a situation that's illustrative of the great work you do.
3: So I will say that my favorite story is actually a student out of Roswell was the year of the pandemic. You know, the pandemic hit in March of 2020 mm-hmm. and students were needing to graduate in March, May. So if they weren't performing by January, they may have been failing the semester. Mm. Well, the pandemic hits. The student is very combative, has shut down for their parents. They don't communicate. They don't respond to the teacher. And so I started, Um, they, they literally went into a deep depression and wanted to sleep all day. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I said, OK, you can sleep. Meet me at the office at midnight. Oh wow! Let's rock. <laughs> Eat it. Okay. Yeah. Um. This student was we we helped we had a strategy around a plan. Student was not college bound. We needed to figure out okay, but you need to graduate right. Mm-hmm. We need to finish. Mm-hmm. We Need to finish strong. And so we we um we did midnight sessions. We just pushed through the work because that was at the point where teachers were just just get it done. I don't care if it's late, just get it done. Mm-hmm. So we would work until the wee hours of the morning get the work done. He was able to graduate on time and went on to be an officer in the Marines. Wow. And so it inspired me as a daughter of two Marines. Mm. um, It was really important. I, I, again, we get results. Uh, My dad had a saying, suck it up. No one cares. They don't care. That sounds like a Marine. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Definitely. (laughs) And it was, um, as my father is also a, um, he's also a coach. And so Mm -hmm. I used to coach and Mm -hmm. so I am now the coach dub. I coach students to greatness. All we do is win. So literally coached basketball at Roswell rec. And that is where I saw the need for those student athletes that were not being able to play. They weren't coming to practice. It Mm -hmm. were things like that. But the success story was I got this student to push through by just, we have to adjust sometimes. Mm -hmm. Every student doesn't learn the same. So when that kid, flip-flopped and they were stuck in the house and they, they were, you know, insomnia set in and depression set in. Sometimes we just have to show up for how they need us yeah. and stop trying to show up how we're traditionally taught to show up yeah. and be flexible and available, but consistent and still holding them accountable. So I, nothing ever changed about what I, I expected what changed was my mindset. Mm. And sometimes as adults, we have to shift to help our children be successful so you know he has gone on to be a, con- a contributing citizen um i'm not sure what his plans are but i'm definitely going to follow up after this conversation
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, wow what a what a wonderful story um so that's uh that's tremendous such great work um antonio let's let's uh turn to you and just give a um a, a pointer for those business owners that have heard what uh Amber and Donna have had to say, or what you've had to say, are interested in getting involved? They, they does it start with a conversation with you? How do, how do they go about getting involved
2: in this year's program? Well, let me just say, um, John, I, I just want to thank Donna and Amber uh, for participating in, in this interview. You guys, I, I've learned a lot about these two just sitting here mm-hmm. and the struggles they, they've gone through. And it's given me encouragement to continue what Renaissance Bank is doing Mm -hmm. and how we can impact the small business industry. It's just great to hear the story of what they're going through. Pandemic was difficult time for everyone, but applications are going online August 1st. Okay. The application um, will close on August 18th. So everyone should look for social media. We're going to have flyers throughout all the social media mediums. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on Instagram. It'll be on LinkedIn. Um, And there will be a link embedded inside the flyer that you can link on and just complete the application. That's that's the easiest way to do it. Um, Other than that, I'll just give you my phone number if you're interested. Mm -hmm. You can give me a call and I will get that information to you. Um, my cell phone number is 678-428-4246. That number again is 678-428-4246.
1: And we will have links in the show notes, folks. So uh, if you're driving, please be safe <laughs> while, you're, <laughs> while you're listening to this. But uh, we'll have it in the show notes as well so you can uh, find it there. Um I'd be remiss if I didn't ask these two terrific business leaders for the contact information. If, if someone's interested in learning about your services, Donna at NEXPRESS Roswell, how can they get in touch?
0: Sure. You can find me on social media. My hashtag is go global with Donna.
1: I'm I love so that. I'm
0: passionate about helping people expand yeah. internationally. The number
3: is
1: 678-767-7626. Terrific. Amber, what about you?
3: Solve tutoring can be found online at solvetutoring.com and that's solve like solve the equation mm-hmm. And I'm going to go as far as Antonio to give my direct cell phone this okay. morning because okay. it is that important. Mm. Um, our My cell phone is 70-757-1363. and you can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at solve tutoring.
1: Terrific. Donna Wise with inexpress Roswell. Uh, Amber Wolfock with Solve Tutoring, Antonio Henson with Renaissance Bank. Wow, what a great time! Uh, and Antonio, thanks again for uh, the great work you're doing, it specifically and kudos to Renaissance Bank for this program. It's tremendous you. work.
2: Thank you, John. I don't know if I gave the dates. Let me. Oh yeah, dates. yeah. We better give dates. <laughs> yes, the program starts September 13th, and for five weeks, so it ends on with the graduation. October 11th
1: and we've already heard from Donna and Amber clear your calendar if you get accepted you better clear your calendar don't (laughs) don't miss (laughs) don't miss a piece of this at all and if you're listening to this show by the way uh, um, because this show will be posted and be up for uh, in in, you know an indefinite time uh, and the program has ended you can for this year, 2023, you can still be in touch for 2024 and beyond, right? Absolutely. So um, make sure you get in touch with Antonio if that description fits you. Terrific. Uh, once again, Antonio Henson, Amber Wolfolk and Donna Wise, thank you so much for being with us. We're pre- we appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having us. Thank you.
1: Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that if you are looking for um uh, if if you're concerned about dysfunction in your business that involves administrative tasks, bookkeeping, uh, maybe you've got, uh, presentations that need to be prepared and you don't even know how to use PowerPoint. Well, I've got a solution for you that involves picking up the phone and calling the great team at office angels. They have a whole team of angels that fly in, get those jobs done and fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis. And they free you up as a business owner to be able to handle the really important parts of the business that enable you to thrive, Uh, dealing with those customers and getting new customers. So um, they take off those back office issues that can cause, uh, uh, can really drag you down. So call them at 678-528-0500. You can also go to officeangels.us. And when you get in touch, let them know we sent you. And I promise you, you'll be glad you did. I use their services and they're fantastic. And just a quick thank you to you, our listener. We are coming up on show number 700 of North Fulton Business Radio, and we've only gotten this far because of you. So if you could do us a favor, which involves something you've been doing, is sharing the show. Um I hear this again and again from our listeners that share the show with others who um, they think can benefit from hearing business leaders that we have on this show. So if you've heard something here that makes you want to share the show, uh, please do so. Uh, That's how we get the word out on the great work of business leaders uh, like Antonio, Donna, and Amber. So uh, please continue to do that. And we appreciate you. So, for my guests, Antonio Henson, Amber Wolfolk, and Donna Wise, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.